Welcome to Hell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tavian Parker! <laughs> And welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky to oddly informative to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. On today's podcast, we're going to be doing a show that I have planned and was hoping to do, like, no joke, like three, four years ago. Probably, at least. This is a show that was, well, is very, very long in the making. And it's going to be a video game show. I'm riding solo here today. It's just you, me, and the wonderful music. And I guess some of my storytelling from playing these games. From playing the series of Dead Island video games. And now the next series of them, which is Dying Light. Give you a brief background. Um, you may have heard me. You heard about this game. You heard me write about this. You may have heard me talk about Dead Island before on some of the previous uh, video game shows that I've done. Be it uh, video game music, all time favorite games, something like that. I know I've mentioned Dead Island before, and I even probably um, forecasted this show. You know, many years ago, I was like, you know, I should do a show about the Dead Island music and that game, and never got around to it. Um, so I'm sure I've mentioned it in the past. So long time coming here today, this show finally, uh, coming around and becoming something real, not something I've just talked about for years and years and years. So I'm excited to do it and I'm going to review this game. Dead Island came out, I want to say like 2011 or something. It was a really long time ago and it is a zombie survival horror game. And it's pretty freaky. A lot of times, you know, zombies coming after you and stuff. It's disgusting and they make gross sounds. And it's got some good music in it. It's got some great characters. And we're going to go over all those. And then there is also sort of a sister series to Dead Island called Dying Light, which I did not even realize was made by the same people. And I'll explain that as we get in a little bit further here. So let's start. With the first thing is the trailer, which is something that I have played on this show before. It's a very beautiful song with like piano and strings, and it's a, it's a real, as I said before, I'm sure a real tearjerker. It is. It's a, it's a definite tearjerker, and I'm gonna play it again uh, because I love it so much. And it is like the best trailer music slash trailer ever for a video game. So we're gonna fire that up right now, and we'll talk a little bit more about. Dead Island. Like, this song is so good. It could be used in movies, TV shows, your funeral, like whatever. It's really well made. And it's this little story about a, a husband, a wife, and their daughter, a small little girl, who go on a trip to a... Uh, what is that? An island called Benoi? Benai? I forget now. Something that's B-A-N-O-I. And I'm going to turn that down for a second here. Hold on, it's blasting me out here. And they go on a trip, and this beautiful music's playing behind. It's all these montage clips of them getting into the hotel, and the dad's trying to carry the suitcases, and they're too heavy, and it's kind of funny. But it's all in reverse. The whole thing. And so, like, you're seeing all these horrible things happen at first. Like, zombie flesh and arms flying off. And um, this little girl's eyeball is up close. And then he zooms out and she's falling out of a building. And you're like, holy shit. Like, some heavy stuff. And the actual trailer, like I said, is actually it starts in reverse. You see all the bad stuff. And it's rewinding. And then when you get to the end, you see the family together when they're arriving at the hotel. And you're like, oh, shit. This one really really bad for them uh, but it is uh, really well put together to this song which is just, uh, it's a really good I can't get over this song it's the best song I've ever heard in a video game I 
won all kinds of awards. Very popular. It really set the stage for Dead Island to be like, whoa, this is going to be... This is going to be a game changer, right? It's going to be like one of those games like a Red Dead Redemption or something. It's going to set the standard, right? Holy shit, this is going to be the best video game, like zombie video game I've ever played. So I'm going to let this wrap up here. Love it. Just absolutely love it. Now, there are four main characters in the Dead Island series. Uh, one is, uh, he's like an ex football player. He's like washed up now. I don't remember his name. Who cares? So what? Who cares? Whatever. Uh, there's an Asian woman who is, uh, she's like the concierge. She works at the hotel or something. There is another character, which I cannot remember who she is. He is. I cannot remember who the, there's four of them for sure. But the one that stands out to me is my boy. Sam B. Now this guy, he's a rapper and he's he's fucking hardcore. I'm not gonna play. He's like the melee master. When you play with him, he's the best at uh, using blunt and like objects and weapons to just beat the shit out of these zombies. I was always Sam B. When I played the game, because he's a badass motherfucker. And like I said, I hardly even remember the other characters that you play with. So we are going to play a little bit of Sam B's very first award-winning single. This song kicks some serious ass. This is Who Do You, Voodoo, Bitch. And it is so totally different than that trailer music that we just played. It's the same game. (laughs) You ain't scared. Things that go bump in the night. Me, Sam B. Shrunken head, broken legs, body parts on the concrete. Cut them up, butcher style, blazers in the swamp. Red light, leave them dead, running like a track meet. Scared of nobody, what your motherfuckers want. But even when I tell them I'm a beast, man, beast, leave them slash from their head to their feet. Been bricks to the chest of a bitch well fed Cooking meat, cannibal, trying to eat I got a zombie army and you can't harm me Yeah, who do you, who do, bitch? Drink blood like a vampire without warning Who do you, who do, bitch? Stand up Sam B got the thing that go bump in the night Who do you, who do, bitch? I love it Hide your kids, grab your wife, better get out of sight Who do you, who do, bitch? Shango, I'm wearing some eggy Handful of fingertips, toss them up like confetti Stable of corpse bitches, I'm a pimp of the dead Come fuck with a zombie, I put a stake in your head Look, you want ghouls, I got fucking platoon If everybody dies, I'm see your ass real soon Crack bones to the marrow, hot sauce and they suck it Now my juju ain't nothing to fuck with Sam I got a zombie army, and you can't harm me Yeah, who do you, who do, bitch? It's like a real rap song, right? Like a vampire without warning Who do you, who do, bitch? Stand up when the the game starts, Sam B is doing a concert at this resort on this island. Cut your head off, you leave your motherfuckers I gotta tell you, when I first started playing Dead Island, and that comes on immediately, the first scene is this like concert scene, and who do you voodoo bitch is playing, and Sam B gets absolutely bombed. He gets super wasted on like whiskey or something, and he like wakes up in his room, and he's like, "Well, motherfucker, I got hit." <laughs> like, well, like, what's going on here? And that's when you start to realize that there's this like zombie outbreak. While he's been passed out in his room, the whole island hotel has gone to total shit with this like some sort of a virus outbreak i don't even remember what it's called anymore if there was a name it's been so long since i've actually played that game i don't even remember um which i just have to chime in real quick because i've been talking about the coronavirus and how it never seems to end it's not exactly over 
but people are kind of over coronavirus, if that makes sense. So at the time of recording this, over two years since the coronavirus started, and I'm happy to say that I do think we're starting to turn the corner, hopefully, knock on wood here. We are finally turning the corner, and I think this thing, for the most part, is going to be behind us. And it's not something that necessarily we're going to have like lockdowns and everybody masking and all that nonsense. Hopefully all that is over and we are we have moved on. And I'm, I'm excited about that because, whew, as you all know, it has been a long, exhausting ride with this. But it's not the coronavirus in this game. I don't know exactly what it is. But yeah, you wake up with Sam B and all of a sudden everything's going wrong. But I was immediately into Dead Island the very first time I heard it because... It started off with that crazy rap song, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna like this game." You know, no, no, no doubt about it. All right, so this is our main theme for uh, Dead Island One, and this riff, this melody, whatever you want to call it, repeats all the time throughout the games. They change it up all the time. Sometimes it's fast. Sometimes there's like bongos with it. There's more aggressive. Sometimes there's crazy guitars with it. But they really do reuse and rehash this song uh, over and over throughout the game. But it is really oddly catchy in sort of a weird way. Now imagine playing this game. I used to play it at night and it'd be like you know it's dark out and I'd have it big screen TV and I would have it blasting like the audio so when a zombie would creep up on you and like surprise you oh my goodness especially in the night scenes when you're running around at night scare the shit out of me Like something like it sounds like something's falling. You're like, what's over there? What is it? And in these games, you really, you really uh, suck in the beginning of the game. Like you don't have like a lot of weapons. You just like find like some like pipe or something, or like a rip off part of like a, a table leg off a table and beat up some zombies with it. But eventually, you start getting some super crazy weapons and like modifications. And you have like a giant, like huge, like machete or an axe, and it's got like electric hooked up to it and fire, and like you hit the zombie and they explode into flames. It's, you can really uh, hook it up pretty good if you if you want to, but it takes a lot of time and effort sometimes to do all those. Sometimes I just want to go kill stuff. So that's the main theme. We're not gonna keep playing it, but uh, you may hear this play a few times. So you'll sort of have an idea it's based off the original track this next song is called loading which I think is kind of funny and the reason it's funny is this game had really long loading times come on like some of these screens took forever and it actually had its own like theme song for the loading bar uh, yeah this is made by a, a Techland, but I believe it was uh, the developer, forgetting who it was now. Maybe it was Techland or somebody. Uh, I think it was a Polish group, like a Poland company. You can sort of tell sometimes, like, some of, like, the graphics of, like, the people were a little weird, like, uh, Europeans. <laughs> They're different, you know? had to include the loading music because you hear this six trillion times when you play the game. This one's called Damned Places. And again, you can sort of hear the theme song being rehashed here. See, it's been changed up. This one's a little faster. Obviously, using the more tense moment of the game. Maybe you're being chased, or you know you're going into an area where there's going to be enemies. So you fight zombies. You do all sorts of stuff. You also fight other humans who are in this uh, this island. Uh, they're like bandits. And that, that I actually find the 
humans are a pain in the ass to fight. I'd rather just beat up the zombies. And the whole thing is you're trying to get off the island. And I don't remember the whole storyline because it's been so long again since I played it. came out in 2011. I don't think I played it until 2013, maybe? But it's got really good graphics. It's like an open world. Uh, the island is beautiful. You know, you got the swaying palm trees everywhere you go. And you can run to pretty much everything that you see. Really good graphics. Fun gameplay. Uh, some of like the cutscenes, eh, maybe not quite the best. But they're alright. They're European. <laughs> but a gripping game nonetheless. I mean, I've, I've played the original Dead Island game. I honestly want to say, I think I beat it like three or four times. Like I would just be like, alright, I'm going to play this again. So. Uh, not not exactly a game like Mass Effect where you got to make decisions and it's really like a gripping emotional storyline kind of a video game. It's not really like that. Like Red Dead is is great open world action, but it's also got a really good storyline. Storyline and Dead Island, let's be honest, it's kind of secondary. Like yeah, it's what you have to do, like missions in the game, but it's really like just about hacking up zombies is the most important thing. Who do you vote bitch? I want to hear that again. Don't worry. We got another Sam B all-time hit coming up soon. Don't you worry, man. This guy's more more than a one-hit wonder. This is the lifeguard theme. This is one of the first like quote-unquote like safe zones or something I'll call them that you can get to in the game where there aren't going to be zombies pounding down the doors and chasing after you. It's a safe place, and there are other survivors there. And one of the main uh, objectives of this game is you have to help other survivors. And nobody in these games ever helps you. You have to help everybody. They all are like, oh, I forgot so-and-so there, or I need you to go talk to somebody, or do this for me and hey if you do this I'll make you a Molotov cocktail and whatever you're always running bitch ass missions for everybody else I guess there wouldn't be a game if that wasn't the case but my god I remember every once in a while being like will somebody fucking help me for a change anyway this is the lifeguard music because um, it's like a lighthouse and all that it's one of the first safe places you go to so you do hear this song a lot and it stands out because it's different than that typical track that we've heard already, like the main theme song, which plays a lot. to the next one. You can see though there's like some serious dread in some of this music. Zombie outbreak. If you hear me stepping away, it's because I'm going over here to the computer to get the next song lined up. This is Sad Church. Got that woman singing there. This is I think the second major place that you get to that's like a safe zone. And uh, there's like 400 people there that need your help. I don't think it's really 400, but there's like a good like 30 people in this place, and like half of them need your help with something. So you're running missions all over the place. This is actually you get to the second part of the game. So the first part's on like the resort area, and then this part is kind of like the old city, which to some extent is um, kind of like slummy a little bit. It's more like the city part, so you know not to sound like a dick but like a lot of places in like the Caribbean you go to your resort and it's absolutely beautiful it's gorgeous it is truly like a paradise that we would think of 
But if you maybe go to like some of like the inner city or like parts of the island where the locals live, maybe the economy's not that great. And it's kind of like crappy. Like I know some I've heard some of the islands like Jamaica might be one. I'm not sure. But they're like, yeah, you, you really shouldn't leave the resort unless you like know someone going with you because it's kind of crappy and you could get mugged. And maybe that's a stereotype. I don't, it's not all of them, I know. But some of the areas are, are like that. It can be pretty, pretty lousy. So this is kind of slummy uh, where this is. And you're in like this old church that has been uh, basically blocked off from the zombies. And you're in the old city part, and now you're more an urban environment, which the zombies can definitely sneak up on you much quicker. You can run around a corner, and they're, like, in your face. You're like, oh, God damn it! Again, the whole point of this game is you're just trying to get off this goddamn island, get away from all these people who have turned into flesh-eating corpses. You're just trying to get out of there. There's a whole bunch of mumbo-jumbo you got to go through. You end up going to this, like, I think there's, like, a jail part where you're talking to, like, cellmates, and you kind of team up with them, but they're bad. And there's some military guy that's calling you on a radio that's, you know, offering to get you out with a helicopter, but you have to help him get medicine for his wife. Like I said, I'm not going to get in all the nitty-gritty. Who really cares? But you're trying to get off, and you're promised you're going to get off in the end. And of course, the guy who's been promising you throughout most of the game that he's going to get you up ends up dicking you over, backstabbing, betrayal motherfucker, and he turns into like a super mutant zombie kind of thing, and you got to fight him, and he's sort of like the final boss of the game. I don't really remember exactly when this song plays, but this is called Leaving... The Banoi, which is again the island. You end up having to kill this super zombie guy. And you do get on a helicopter. I believe, yeah, a helicopter. You're like, oh, you made it. Which I think this is it. You're like, whew. Like, God, what an awful, awful hell zone we just left. And we are saved. And there's some relief. But obviously, a sense of uh, loss things like that of, of what's happened to this beautiful place but of course things aren't what they seem uh, the helicopter ends up crashing because there's a st- of course there's a storm coming too which also adds in the game there's always a storm coming in every game and movie which makes conditions worse that you can't escape right there's like a, a tropical storm and I think your helicopter ends up crashing I, I think it might be on a different island and of course, the game like starts all over again, and that is actually the second game, and that is called Dead Island Riptide, and that's it's sort of like an expansion pack because they didn't actually call it Dead Island Two, which I would have thought they would because it's basically just as big of a game. It's a large game uh, based on it again. I think a different island, but no, they just called it Riptide, and it's kind of like a advanced expansion pack made obviously obviously at the same time as the original Dead Island game because it is the exact same style of play. It's almost just like another level. I wonder if they built that entire game and somebody's like, look, split this into two. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they have an idea of where the first one's going to end and we already have a second one ready to go for the people who like it and want to play more, which was a good idea. I mean, I bought it hook, hook, line, and sinker and I played Riptide and I... I thought the original was better, but Riptide was still obviously an enjoyable experience because it was different. Um, this song is this song's making me feel a un- little uneasy. Maybe this is when they hit the storm. But let's uh, let's jump into Riptide, which is the second part of these games. Hold on a second here. Let me get this queued up for you. Now, before we get into some of the the ambient music and some of the songs in Riptide, let's talk a little bit about the trailer for Riptide. Obviously, the trailer for the original Dead Island game talked about it. Nauseam now was amazing trailer, awesome music. They really felt the pressure that oh, we got to make another good trailer. Like everyone's expecting it, they're expecting it, and it's a good trailer. 
it's not it was hard to top the other one let's just put it that way they were never going to do that this has decent music it has the decent graphics it's got another little storyline and i'll just start off playing it's got a very tropical theme this one's not in reverse this is in normal linear uh storytelling fashion you see this beautiful sailboat out on the ocean it's a wonderful scene it's very relaxing it's obviously a couple Considerably darker than that little, uh, what is it called, ukulele or something we heard in the beginning. And there is a close-up of a man and a woman, and they're like touching each other's faces. And you can see they, they're in some sort of predicament. It's a real close-up shot. And it starts to pan backwards. And you notice that they are in that boat that you just saw sailing. But they're on the inside. And... As it's panning out, you see more and more and more. And all of a sudden, you notice there are, like, zombies pounding at the windows. You can, like, see a window in the background. You're like, what's this all about? They're trapped, right? And you realize they're not getting out. And then you realize as it's panning out more, there is uh, propane tanks. And the propane tanks are on. And you can see the gas coming out. And the dude is holding a lighter right there. He flicks the lighter, and it blows up, and the zombies go flying off the boat. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. There it is. I jumped again. When it goes boom, that's when they blow up. But you see, they look at each other, and you can see they clearly mouth the words, I love you, and explode. And then the right there, the Dead Island Riptide uh, graphic comes up. So good trailer. Not as good as the original be hard to do, but still pretty good. And now let's get into what I've been looking forward to. I love these Sam B tracks. The Who Do You Voodoo Bitch. I used to play on like repeat sometimes. Like I just get really into it. Be like mowing the lawn, just blasting it over and over and over. And then I was thrilled when I played the second one. And they have a new Sam B fucking track to kick some asshole in. And this is called No Room in Hell. Fuck yes. Sam, <laughs> we back, bitches. Yeah. Good grip on that hood shit. Full flame from the pulpit. Bad bitch, don't take shit. Fuck last week, been dead since. In the muck, duck one time. Kill them all with one nine. From the swamp, from the grime. Ain't with the game, no shucking job. And no south of the mountains go. Chain hang over the demons go. Cats don't talk, they bleed the fifth. One disappears and the body see shit. Oh, on a different plane. Outside is all insane. Same white prick, real simple and plain. Sam B, motherfucker, y'all know who we the head. The go nuts. Sam B, motherfucker. And a plus one's alive. And the devil locked his door. No room in hell. Hands come quick. The air's getting thick. When the dead start to rise. And there's no place to hide. No room in hell. The face go down. And the guest list is closed. And a plus one's alive. And the devil locked his door. No room in hell. Hands come quick. Hell, 
let them know I won't need a lease. I stay hungry, I need a feast. I'm like, didn't I tell you don't feed the beast? Went and got a little holy water, then put it all in my Jesus peace. Got a wet like she's seen the beach, and I think your girl is gonna need a priest. Say I'm ill when I'm overseas. Couldn't see how that's not true. And my jewelry look like it caught flu, and my neck is looking like high chill. Girl, you got to be psychic. If you think that I'm crazy, I would show you my good side, but what have you done for me lately? Every day will be heavenly when she called me up and I stopped through. Every day I look to the sky and I thank God that it's got I'm like guest artists in it. And the guest list is closed. Ain't no plus one's alive. And the devil locked his nose. Actually does have a, a guest rapper in it. I can't say this name, I'm gonna butcher this. I read it as Chamillionaire. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I'm not cool, so I don't know. But yeah, it's like a real artist. It was in the Sam B song for a Dead Island game. It's great. Not fantastic. I love that Sam B comes out with a second song. That is really great. They're like, look, people like the Sam B track, Hootie Voodoo Bitch. We need to work on a second one, right? They're expecting it. They want it. They need it. We need more Sam B. Now, I am going to break it to you. There is not a third Sam B song that I'm aware of. I really wish there was, but I don't think there ever will be. And we might as well let the cat out of the bag here. The Dead Island series got really fucked up after Riptide. They, we'll play a little music here from Riptide, but this we got to get into. So they, uh, they promised the official Dead Island too. Like I said, Riptide was kind of an expansion. They said there was going to be a real volume two version, and it was supposed to be based, at least the beginning part of it, in Venice Beach, California. And they released a trailer for it, and it is a dude who's tying his shoes, putting on some headphones, he starts jogging down Venice Beach, and he's, you know, pointing at girls, and he's there's muscle heads there, all the classic things you'd think of. And as he's jogging down, all of a sudden you start to notice, like, there's some crazy stuff going on behind him, which is kind of a theme of the Dead Island trailers that kind of zoom out, right? All of a sudden you notice, like, I think there's like a car goes flying around, smashes into somebody or something. There's like something crazy going on. Like someone runs out of a building and like bites somebody and blood shoots out. And you're like, okay, there's some problems going on behind this guy. But he's got his music on and he's running. He's not even noticing. He ends up getting bit at some point or another. And he's starting to change into a zombie, but he's still still got his jog on. And uh, like his skin is falling off and his eyeballs getting all gross and stuff. And it's full-blown hell behind him. There is insane chaos going on he doesn't even notice it and everyone's like awesome like they're gonna bring it to the mainland you know they're not they're not just sticking with this uh made-up island and maybe this is gonna be like kind of like the grand theft auto of zombie games right that's what everyone's thinking because it is an open world style and it's gonna be you assume to be in los angeles okay the game will be out you know there's a trailer one of those whatever those e conference things are that they do video game trailers like e3 or whatever they are i don't i don't even know it's gonna be out in like a year oh awesome year and a half whatever it's it's pushed back again all right it's a big game big expectations i know red dead 2 got pushed back a bunch of times okay still waiting okay three years have passed four years passed five should should be time to have the game ready, guys, right? I mean, five years is a long time, and this isn't like uh, they're building Grand Theft Auto where they get this massive studio working on it. Like, I'm sure it's a smaller project. You got guys who are dedicated to it. They're not working on a lot of other games, is what I'm trying to say. Five years is a long time. It's still not around. 
And then all of a sudden you start to hear all these rumors. And the studio that was making the game left. So I guess whoever owns the rights to it or whoever had to buy or hire another studio. And they took over making the game, but they wanted to change some things. And obviously I'm sure they have different uh, ways of making games. I don't know how people make video games, but different systems. I don't know, computer systems. I don't know. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're going to have a release date. Nope. That goes by. And all of a sudden, there's a third software company that's now involved. So you're like, this is what is known in the world as video game hell. It is in a dead zone. It is in video game limbo, so to speak. They're, the company keeps saying they're working on it, but obviously they're not getting anywhere, and they're not even promising when it's going to be out anymore. And I want to say, I could be wrong here, but who really cares? We're talking about a zombie game. I want to say it's about 10 years, almost 9, 10 years after. And there, I mean, we're in 2022 as I'm recording this. There's still no Dead Island 2. It's still never come out, which is pretty insane. And I was always really disappointed because, um, again, not, not the best game I've ever played by any means, but oddly really, really entertaining at just like a basic level where you just want to play a game that's not all that complicated. You smash zombies heads in and you have to run some missions and some of the missions can be difficult. You got to figure something out, but all in all, it's a pretty simple mindless game, right? Like you could just zone out and release some tension when you play this game. And I was like, Oh man, I I cannot believe that this game is in video game. Hell it's never, it's I don't believe it's ever coming out at this point. And I'm fairly confident it's not because I ended up finding uh, the next part that I want to talk about is is this game called Dying Light. Uh, maybe I should play a little bit of music from Riptide real quick before I get into Dying Light and the connection between Dead Island and Dying Light. They are similar games, and you'll understand why. This is called It Is Coming. Uh, again, from the Riptide game. And they did try to change up some of the music in this one. They definitely went a little bit more tribal would probably be a good way to put it. Uh, there's a lot more uh, of the natives and things like that in this game that you have to challenge. And I think the natives were like immune to the zombie virus. Some of them had it were like super zombies. So it got a little more tribal, so to speak. And you can definitely sort of notice that by... I think the tone of this music is a little bit different than the first game. Pretty ambient, in, in all honesty. A lot of ambient sounds here. It's like I'm listening to Future Sound of London. You guys ever heard of them? Oh, really famous ambient electronic band from England. And uh, some of their songs are exactly like this, like... This band could have definitely done the soundtrack. It's a lot of abstract sounds with insane amount of reverb and echo on all the sound effects. So everything's like lingering and spacey sounding. I used to be super into ambient music. Like this is the kind of music I would listen to all the time when I was like a teenager. People be like, "What are you listening to?" And I would play that. I'd be like, "Here you go." Like give them my headphones. It'd be something like this. They'd be like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" But hey, it's what I was into at the time. Right, we move on to the next one here. It's already playing. It's called Relentless. And you may notice a little bit of a throwback here. This is yet again another remix of the original Dead Island theme song. could not tell you for a million dollars how Riptide ends. I have no memory of it, and I've definitely beat it a couple times at least. I don't remember how it ends. I don't remember the last part of the game. No memory of such a thing.
this this is uh, one of the more sort of emotional moments of the game. This is called It Can Last. One of the characters trying to convince the other one that, like, there's still hope, right? We've been playing through two full games and things are shitty. It's a real bad. You're seeing some of the characters. You get to know some characters, other side characters. And, of course, the zombie outbreak. You kind of know they're not going to make it. That's how the game, you know, kind of gets you emotionally involved. You see these people eventually get killed and turn to zombies. So every once in a while you gotta come in with sentimental piano song. Alright, well obviously I don't remember all that track, just the beginning part there. So let me talk now about, I was saying Riptide or the Dead Island series and this new game I found out out of the blue. I go, what's this game called Dying Light? It looks like it's some sort of a zombie game. I started in, in, inspecting it. This is the last year sometime. And I'm like, wow, this looks pretty cool. Um, it's parkour, if I could say that correctly. That's kind of the style of the game, which is these insane people that like jump over buildings and do like crazy stunts at really high altitudes. Park, park, parkour, Parker. They're real people. There's some crazy documentaries I found on, I think it was Amazon TV and YouTube. These, they're the nutballs that go up on top of skyscrapers and stuff and take pictures with no like safety equipment and you like have a heart attack looking at what they're doing, their video. It's like, how could you go up like a hundred stories and do this? Like what if a big wind gust came where you lost your footing? Like they're right on the edge. I don't know. It gives, I'm really fascinated by that, but I'm also like, it gives me like anxiety just watching it. Anyway. So this game, one of the main um, gameplays is that you jump over buildings all the time instead of going down on the ground, because in this particular zombie world, obviously most of the zombies are down on the ground. So it makes sense that you can jump around over the buildings and you can dodge a lot of the zombies. You don't have to deal with them down on the street. And it's obviously, it's really fun to jump around and slide down buildings and do stuff like that. So they made it like a, a fun component of the game. And uh, yeah, I got it and I was I was enjoying it. And I noticed some strange similarities to the Dead Island series. Not just that it's a video game. Well, obviously, that's kind of obvious, Phil. Uh, not just that it's a zombie game. But I noticed when you did, like, the little one-on-ones when you would talk to certain characters, I went, hmm, this looks it's oddly familiar to the Dead Island series. I didn't think much of it. I kept playing. And there are some definite differences. It's a totally different game in some aspects. And I saw more. I said, some of these characters, even they're not the same characters, but they have a similar way that they're constructed in terms of graphics. And I look it up, come to find out Dying Light is made by the same production company as the Dead Island series. And it's a Polish company. And they were trying to stick with Dead Island, but whatever was going on at the top with the parent company and the shenanigans of putting this game together... Eventually, they left, and, you know, 10, 9, 10 years, whatever later, they were like, look, we can't make Dead Island anymore, but we can make a new game, and we're going to make it a little bit different, and fuck the Dead Island series, we're done with that. So it's the same company just finally making the next game that they wanted to, and changing the name, and changing some stuff. There's a lot of nighttime ones in this. It's got a a 24-hour sequence where it's like uh, daytime and nighttime. And nighttime is far more dangerous than during the daytime in terms of zombies. These things called the the volatiles come out, which are like the demon zombies, and they're a lot harder to get away from. Uh, So let's get into Dying Light, the what I call the sister series of Dead Island. The Dying Light game opens up with basically like an explanation of what happened. And you're in this city called Haran. And it is a city that's gone very poorly. 
and there's different factions of humans that are surviving and they're fighting against each other see you know who's going to survive who's on top survival of the fittest these these groups but obviously there's still you know bloodthirsty zombies everywhere and this is the music that's sort of telling the whole story of how you know civilization has collapsed there's only a few remaining places where the virus is not taking control the remaining survivors you know have to live any way they can guy was and dying light kind of takes place i want to say it's not middle eastern it's kind of like i don't know i got like kind of like a like a persian vibe from it or like turkey and i guess if you're from poland i guess it makes sense it's a lot closer but i got kind of like a turkish vibe from it like everyone's name in the games are really hard to pronounce and stuff which is totally cool i'm not pronouncing them the game is uh, and it made for a different sort of aspect um, perspective compared to the island version. Um, this one, you're, it's a little more, it's more urban, I would feel like, uh, for sure, because you're flying over buildings. And, the, and it starts off, you're in the slums, kind of similar again to the other game. Uh, but definitely different in some ways. And this, I believe, yeah, this is the main theme song. When the game starts, it's a good track. Let's just check it out here for a little bit. daughter's like oh daddy you're playing the zombie game my daughter loves loves these zombie games huge fan like every weekend when i wake up on a saturday like that's usually when i get time to actually play a game would be like a saturday morning or sunday morning before you know there's much going on she'd be like daddy play your game and i'd be like i don't even feel like it she's like come on i'm like okay you know i'll give in kid you watch but I started teaching her some of the buttons and she started learning how to beat the zombies up. But she get all scared. But she liked it. it was a little father-daughter bonding over, you know, slicing the zombies, jugular vein, blood shooting out, and the characters cursing at each other. These games sometimes, especially the Dying Light series, there's a lot of cursing in it. I'm always like, honey, close your ears. <laughs> close them. Close your ears up. Cover them up. But she she knows curse words now. She's old enough now. Uh, she thinks they're terrible. If she hears them, she looks at me with her eyes wide. And she goes, Daddy, I will never say those words. I'm like, oh, you can't. I go, you should never. I can't believe this game even says those words. My goodness. Dying Light is a pretty good dude. It's not like Sam B. He's like some crazy rapper. He's a guy who he's kind of conflicted in the beginning of the game. He's kind of working for one group, sort of starts helping another group. Starts to get conflicted because he likes everybody within the different groups. He just wants to help everybody kind of guy. He ends up, he's a good dude. And so he has some difficult decisions that he has to make throughout the game. He's an amazing athlete. Like I said, he's flying over building tops and climbing up the side of buildings like it's no problem. Um, just play a couple more songs here. Put some together. If I had to recommend what to play, I would I would say Dying Light just because it's a little more modern. Dead Island is super fun, uh, but it is from 2000. 2012 something like that 
It's probably a little bit dated at this point, or the Dying Light series is still new. In fact, they just came out with Dying Light 2. Um, where are we here? I'm recording this in March. Late, late March. And they came out with it, I want to say in February, because I got it for my birthday. Uh, yeah, they came out with the second one, so I was very excited. And I am currently playing the second one, which I will just play the theme song a little bit later here. I don't have too much to say about it, because I'm still in the early parts of it. It's a good game. It's a good game, but I would recommend Dying Light for sure. If you want to have some like thoughtless fun, it's a good, good time. I really like the uh, night and day sequence that they have in Dying Light, which is part of the title, Dying Light, like the light's going down. And when it starts to get dark, you're like, shit, I need to know like where I'm going and what I'm doing. I need to get somewhere safe. And if you don't go somewhere safe and wait till the morning, you better beware of your surroundings and know where you're at because very easily one of the really bad zombies could catch you or a whole bunch of them could start running after you and suddenly you got a horde chasing you. And there were times, oh my god, I'd be running for my life trying to get to like a safe zone where they can't get me, which are kind of far and few, but I mean they're all over the map, but sometimes you're far from them. And I am scrambling like a mad person running and I'm turning around and they're right behind me and then all of a sudden I hit another group of zombies and I'm like jumping over their heads and fumbling. I'm like, get me out of here! trying to jump onto a building to get away and because usually if you get up high there's not much they can do Dying Lake series definitely is a little bit more uh, electronic feel to the soundtrack. I feel like the original games, uh, a lot more like uh, like thrashing guitar and things like that. It kind of did away with, I mean, it's still in this game to an extent here and there. But I feel like these ones are a little bit more electronic based in terms of the uh, the core of the music themes. Almost sounds a little John Carpenter-ish, does it not? The guy who made, you know, Halloween, the thing. Classic composer. So finish Dying Light and you, you beat the game. And then I found out, oh my gosh, there's a second one? No, which is very similar to what happened with Dead Island. There isn't a second one, but there's an expansion pack. Oh my goodness. Obviously the same company, right? They did the exact same thing they did with Dead Island. They made Dying Light, and then they made a follow-up version, which oddly enough is called The Following. So let us actually get into The Following a little bit. I don't think I have too many songs from this video game, maybe three or four. And then we'll talk a little bit about Dying Light 2, the newest game which I am currently playing at the time of this recording. So let's play the theme song here for the following. This particular song, that little ding, 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 becomes the main part of of the following. Like that's sort of the main little melody riff that they use in a lot of different versions throughout that game. Mm-hmm. 
when I play this one, my daughter's like, it's scary, Dad, it's scary. Ah, okay. This is like sort of music that plays all the time. There's certain ambient tracks, which I think is one I'm actually going to play that just plays a bunch of the the OST, uh, the background ambient stuff. You obviously have your soundtrack songs, which are a little more composed. But when you're running around in an open world, there's just like very minimalistic background music they put in. It's just to have something playing, so it's not just you know dead silence of you running or driving a car or something in the game. Like, Red Dead Redemption has very subtle ambient music in the background, and you hear it so often in the game that you actually grow to really like some of it. This is one of those songs that tends to play in the background a lot as you're scrambling around the city, or uh, the following is much more countryish. Uh, Dying Light, the following, you're out in like the fields and in the mountains and stuff. You're not as much in the city environment, so they did try to uh, change up the gameplay, so to speak. Gabber, Gabber bass drum right there. That'd be awesome to do that. There's a little bit of that guitar action I mentioned earlier. This definitely sounds like video game music, right? Perfect, I do have it here. This is like a 60-minute video. I'm not going to play the whole thing, maybe just the first like minute or two. But it has um, some of the ambient OST songs that I mentioned while you're running around this open world that play in the background. And somebody actually was pretty cool enough to kind of piece together like, I don't know, like 15-second segments or something of them. And each one, you're like, oh, my God, I remember this, because it plays all the time. already went on to the second one these are different little clips again you hear this one all the time you're running around it's not overbearing it's not like it's going to distract you while you're playing it's just some sort of a cool little uh, background beat or some sort of a synthesizer or something like that here's the third one like i said very low-key yeah i recognize every one of these so far to the fourth one and obviously they're longer than that this is just a quick snippet of each it must be fun to write these songs because none of them are really all that difficult they're pretty simple these background tunes oh one more thing here so we're doing the little ambient ones here, but this is uh, a song that plays when you go into nighttime mode. And like I said, it's a 24-hour period, 12 hours of sunlight, 12 hours of day, uh, nighttime. And the monsters are definitely more harder, the zombies, at nighttime because there's certain ones called volatiles that come out and they'll chase you and it's really dramatic music. And usually you're pretty fucked when they chase you unless you're able to get away to like a safe zone and or if it's like way later in the game and you have really good weapons you can fight them off but it's hard in the beginning you've no shot and usually when one starts another one will join and another one and they did a similar thing in dying light they don't have the volatiles too much anymore they add in a different enemy i'm totally forgetting what it's called off the top of my head i haven't played dying light too much yet i don't remember what it's called shoot uh it's got a name and those can start like a horde chase of zombies after you too. So like you want to avoid those at all costs, which is similar to the the volatile. But when it switches into nighttime mode, this is the song it plays. And because it happens so often throughout the game, you become very accustomed to hearing this.
So that sound just signaled. It's uh, the sun has officially set. It is now nighttime. Did you hear that sounds like? Mm. Ooh, that sounds scary. That sort of like mm, noise. I can't really do it well. Plays all the time when you're at nighttime. And you're running around trying to not be seen. It's definitely pretty spooky. They got the different sound effects mixed in there. There's a random like scream and things like that once in a while. Somebody being, I don't know, killed somewhere off in the city. I don't know what that was. But they, there it is. Listen to that. that When I first started playing Dying Light and I went into the nighttime, I usually would just hide until dawn, like I'd find somewhere to sleep and just come back when it was sunset because it's so much easier to get out. It's easier to see too, but you have to, there's definitely nighttime missions and certain things you have to do during the nighttime, like they force you to. And that makes sense because it's um, a great way to make the game kind of scary. And this... This bothered me when I first started playing that nighttime mode didn't really have music. Like, this is all you hear pretty much when you're running around. And I was like, I don't understand. But in retrospect, after finishing the game and even playing this right now, like, it's kind of giving me the creeps because I'm remembering running around and being nervous at night while playing the game and trying not to be spotted. And so I think it does work now that I've had time to think about it. At nighttime, they don't really play music. They just have these really subtle little uh, tones, and I guess there's some sound effects mixed in there. Very effective in the game because it did bother me going around at nighttime. Was I was I, I tried to avoid it pretty much at all costs. But let's now move into Dying Light 2, which just came out, and I only have the theme song for this. I haven't really played the game that much to be able to pick anything else out, but. We're pretty good here on time for the podcast anyway, so let's just cue up this last song for this podcast, and we will cruise out of here, peeps. sinister here with the theme song again first few times I heard it I was like this theme song sucks compared to the first one I love the theme song for the first Dying Light and I still think that one is altogether better uh, but I have grown to appreciate this one it's altogether pretty low key I think they're going with uh, this theme so Dying Light 2 takes place the start of the game I want to say like 30 years or something like that after the end of Dying Light 1 and you're still in the zombie apocalypse right you're like oh man what I hope things would have gotten better like the zombies fell apart and there were no more yeah no um, things are still really shitty even 30 years plus later and you come to find out that everybody that was in Dying Light 1 died everybody like, so all the char- the character you played with and all the different ones you interacted with, they all died, uh, which kind of sucks because the game doesn't end that way when you're playing it, um, but so be it. They decided to start over in a, with the different one here, and so I think that's why the music is very somber to start that. It's very, um, not very upbeat at all, just like a, almost a, like, 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 this sucks. Um there's still some hope in the game, but, you know, like some characters have it. But, yeah, man. Can you imagine a zombie apocalypse going on for, like, 30-plus years? Oh, it's like a whole generation is being, having to dodge uh, these corpses all over the place. It's shitty. Shitty. But anyway, that is the series, um, which is Dead Island and Dying Light. Fantastic games if you're in the mood for some slasher. There's some puzzles mixed in that you got to figure out. Um, not the most in-depth games I've ever played. Not even the best graphics necessarily. They're obviously very good. 
But I found this series really enjoyable, and I've talked about it on previous podcasts, and I've just devoted another one to talking about it. So it's obviously games that I've really enjoyed over the years, been playing for the last decade or whatever this uh, series, even though it's with different companies and whatnot. Really, I mean, Dying Light could easily be like Dead Island 3 or something if they had kept it in the the same name, but I guess the trademark reasons they couldn't uh, when the company branched off and did its own thing. And so, great series, a lot of fun. I love zombie type stuff, so playing a zombie game is right up my alley. My daughter loves to watch it too, like I said. And I guess that's pretty much going to do it here, guys. So if you have any questions or concerns about any episode or this one, email me at philinterrupted at gmail.com. If not, no worries. I will definitely talk to you guys soon. All right, that's going to do it. Until next time, we're making moves here on Phil Interrupted, and we will catch you next time. Peace out. Cut him up, put your stab gazes in the front. Red light, leave him dead, running like a track meet. Scared of nobody, what your motherfuckers want. Believe me when I tell him I'm a beauty man, beast. Leave him slash. One disappears in a body, see shit. On a different plane, taken outside, it's all insane. Same right, quick, real simple and plain. Sam B, motherfucker, y'all know who in the head of Vegas go nuts. Sam B, motherfucker. And a plus one's alive. And the devil locked his door. No room in the head. Here's come quick. The air's